2: Connect the dishes
1: to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. ATT.
3: Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. Get started at Dexcom.com.
4: Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.
3: Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.
0: You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life.
3: Now, before you judge Vegas as Sin City, it's a community. It's not just uh, strippers and gamblers and loan sharks and tourists and grifters. There's a big community that lives there. People just like us. What happened to a beautiful young girl just 24 years old, Esmeralda? gonzalez a model crime stories with nancy grace Two months have passed, and Juan Gonzalez Madera says there has been no sign of his 24-year-old sister, Esmeralda Gonzalez. She was last seen May 30th at her Southwest home off of Pebble and Durango. On that day in May, Madera remembers checking on his sister. I
0: came to visit her. I came to the home, and she wasn't here. And so I... I I immediately panicked because it wasn't like her to kind of just wander off.
3: Madera says neighbors told police Esmeralda was walking on the street asking for a ride to a car dealership. She said she lost her keys. Madera says somehow his sister made it to the car dealership. These images believed to be near that dealership show this man, who police say Esmeralda was last seen with. Detectives would like to speak with him for possible leads to the case.
0: I don't have any idea who he is. I've never seen him before. Um, but if he, if someone knows who he is, we kindly ask that he comes forward.
3: Marlena says his sister has never vanished like this before. He has a message for her. Esmeralda, we miss you. We love you. What happened to a beautiful young girl just 24 years old, Esmeralda Gonzalez, a model? You were just hearing our friends at News 3 in Las Vegas. That was Antonio Castellon. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. It all goes down in Las Vegas. Now, before you judge Vegas as Sin City, I get it, you got to know that all around Vegas there are families and schools and playgrounds and parks and churches and temples and mosques. It's a community. It's not just uh, strippers and gamblers and loan sharks and tourists and grifters. There's a big community that lives there. People just like us. Again, I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Esmeralda goes missing. Joining me, judge, trial lawyer, Ashley Wilcott. You can find her on Court TV and at AshleyWilcott.com. James Shelnut, 27 years, major case detective SWAT officer, now lawyer. Dr. Tim Gallagher, medical examiner for the state of Florida. Dr. Liz DeBoer, psychologist, founder of Visionistas by Design and at DrLiz.com. Straight out to CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, Levi Page. Levi, let's start at the beginning. When was the last time this 24-year-old woman had been seen, Esmeralda? So
5: 24-year-old Esmeralda Gonzalez, she was last seen May 5th in the Durango Drive-In, Pebble Road area of Las Vegas. She's 5-foot tall, 110 pounds. She has blonde hair, and she just vanished from her home. Her brother went to her house to look for her. The front door was open and unlocked, and the lights were on. And that was the last time that anybody had seen her, except she had been wandering around the area, disoriented, dressed only in high heels and lingerie. Someone even took her to a BMW dealership and dropped her off. And then she was actually seen trying to get into someone's home, caught on their security footage, and they told her, you're in the wrong home. So that was the last time anyone had seen this young woman.
3: Okay, I'm trying to digest what you just said uh, with me, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, Levi Page. You know what, you better tell me that again a little bit more slowly, starting with when she was last seen alive. May 31st.
5: She was last seen in the area, wandering around. She seemed disoriented. She had, you know, waved down someone in the neighborhood to take her to a BMW dealership. and she was wearing only her lingerie and high heels. She then went to someone else's residence in the area and tried to attempt to get in. And they said, you've got the wrong home. And this was caught on their security camera footage. And that was the last time that she was seen.
3: Okay, uh, clearly disoriented out of it. We are learning that this young woman, just 24 years old, suffered from depression and schizophrenia. So, before you judge her as thinking she was drunk or high, we are learning she had a diagnosed medical condition. To Dr. Liz DeBoer joining us, Dr. Liz, what is schizophrenia and how does it affect your behavior?
6: So, schizophrenia is a diagnosis um, that is prevalent with the key features of psychotic um, psychosis, psychotic episodes that include delusions, Um, hallucinations, disorganized thinking and speech. So there's really a fragile connection to reality um, for individuals who are diagnosed with schizophrenia. And so it definitely can affect behavior um, depending on the severity of the symptoms and the the hold that that the person has on reality. Um, So the fact that she you know, was seen wandering around is not an uncommon kind of behavior that you would see um, with a with a non-purposeful kind of walk um, with someone with schizophrenia.
3: I remember dealing uh, with so many defendants that tried to go with mental illness or insanity, particularly schizophrenia, um, I recall distinctly James Shelnut, 27 years, Metro Major Case, SWAT officer, now lawyer. When I heard this about a defendant in behind bars, that he had smeared himself and the walls with his own feces, that he had tried to pull out, extract one of his eyeballs. I, I, I'm just a lay person, but that is what schizophrenia can do to a person. And you, he have auditory, which are the worst, not just optical, but auditory hallucinations where you hear the angel of death telling you to commit a murder or to kill yourself. You know, that is overwhelming. That's what schizophrenia can do to you in the real world, James Shelnut. I'm sure you've seen defendants, and victims that were suffering. This lady, this young girl, Esmeralda Gonzalez, just 24, also bipolar. And, James, you know it when someone has schizophrenia. It's, you, it can't be hidden.
4: No, I agree with you. And, and, and it, it adds a whole lot of different dimensions to both sides of the investigation. You know, from the victim standpoint, it makes it a lot more difficult uh, to figure out what happened uh, when you've got somebody who does not have stability, you know, it's a it's an easier case. I'm not going to say easy, but an easier case when you have, say, a mom who's stable. She picks her kids up at the daycare. She's either working or housewife every day. She has a routine. There's no these psychological problems. You know, you can go back and find out what's different very easily. But when you've got someone who's got these types of issues, it makes it difficult. They're often sometimes transient uh, they make irrational decisions. Sometimes it's hard to find what their normal routine is because they may not have one that the rest of us would look at and say is normal. You know, on the uh, on the suspect side, Nancy, you know, you look at it and you say, okay, maybe this guy is insane, or or, or from a from a legal perspective. Uh, but in the same token, is there anything that we can show to indicate whether or not he appreciated what he was doing, he understood the difference between right and wrong? for there to be a criminal case. And it adds just some additional dimensions that create an awful lot of work and sometimes can lead to confusion.
3: So the last we know of her to Ashley Wilcott, judge, trial lawyer, and anchor at Court TV, you can find her at ashleywilcott.com. Ashley, what we know, and this has been supported by multiple witness testimony, she was last seen wandering around in her heels and, I guess, PJs, I don't know why men always call it lingerie. I guess in their own heads, that's more sexy. And she wanted to be taken to a BMW dealership and she had gone up to a random home. That's where I believe I would start the investigation at the BMW dealership and at that random home she stumbled into. The random home where she stumbled
2: into, I completely agree. That's the very first step that I would start with because she's seen May 5th wandering around, disarrayed, goes to this random home, and then she's never heard from again. And the tragic part of this, I want to emphasize random home. So it just feels like, well, certainly nothing would have happened. Certainly someone might have called an ambulance, called police, helped her, but that was the last she was seen.
3: Levi Page, what can you tell me about what neighbors say? It, it, give me again the description of what they say happened when they observed Esmeralda wandering around in her heels and her, as you say, lingerie. Well,
5: she was disoriented. They said that her gait was off. She was not walking she seemed out of it.
3: And to you, Doctor Tim Gallagher, the medical examiner for the state of Florida, you know I hate to think of you taking a break from dead bodies to be with us, but so be it. I'll take it, Doctor Gallagher. What does that say to you that she had an uneven gait? That's very significant in my mind.
7: Well, an uneven gait in 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 terms of the way I would interpret that would be she could be under the influence of some medication or she could be very emotionally distraught, you know, which is affecting her ability uh, and fine motor movements and giving her this unsteady gaze.
3: stories with Nancy Grace
1: the Clark County coroner has yet to release the identity of the woman but neighbors tell me her name is Esmeralda Gonzalez police say she was held against her will inside this home and then murdered her body was found in the desert last week I'm very saddened. Neighbors are in a state of shock. Relatives of Esmeralda Gonzalez first reported her missing in late May. These are photos from a public Facebook page called Find Esmeralda Gonzalez. In posts, she's described as a loving daughter and sister. The man and woman arrested in connection with her death appeared in court this week. Christopher Prestopino is charged with open murder, first-degree kidnapping, and conspiracy murder. Police were led to Prestopino through an anonymous tip. They believe he murdered the victim inside his home. Homicide detectives found the body last week in a concrete and wooden structure in a desert area north of Las Vegas. Police also arrested Lisa Mort, who they believe knew of the murder. She's charged with harboring, concealing, and aiding a felony offender. Esmeralda's next-door neighbor can't believe she's gone.
8: She was very sweet, very nice. She had she had a cute little toy poodle, and she would sit out on the on the little bench there, and and she would uh, just just. She's just very pleasant every time we speak.
1: We confirmed Esmeralda's address through the Clark County Assessor's website. And this is interesting. It's only a couple minutes away from Prestepino's home.
3: I am just sick. I am sick to my heart. You were hearing Las Vegas A News Now reporter, that was Orco Mana, speaking. This young girl, 24 years old, Esmeralda Gonzalez, found dead. And listen to this in a wooden and cement encased enclosure out in the middle of the desert. And now, you know, I started off by saying, Vegas, don't judge a book by its cover just because there's gambling and we know that there's strippers and there's booze and there's dope and there's loan sharks. And now this, this is exactly what you see in the movies. It doesn't even sound real. Welcome back. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. This is case is is so disturbing she is so helpless this woman esmeralda gonzalez she is bipolar she is schizophrenic she's wandering around in heels and lingerie and some wolf in sheep's clothing
9: takes advantage of her Take a listen to our friends at KTNV. Prosecutors suspect that a body that was recently found in the desert is missing woman, 24-year-old Esmeralda Gonzalez, and her neighbor, Christopher Prestopino, is accused of killing her. Prestopino has now been charged with kidnapping Gonzalez, holding her against her will, then injecting her with a poisonous substance. And we spoke to Esmeralda's family when she was first reported missing earlier this year. She was last seen near Durango and Pebble. Prestopino was in court this morning and a judge has denied his bail. So
3: let me understand, Levi Page. So she, like a lamb, just falls into his lap. He didn't know her before. She literally comes knocking at his door.
5: So a witness called police and gave them a tip. They said that he had convinced her to do drugs. To do meth and that she had gotten angry and threatened to report him to the police for doing these drugs and having meth inside the home. And then that's what turned things violent, that he actually tied her up to a
7: bedpost
5: and that he beat her and strangled her. He thought that she was dead, but then she woke up and then he poisoned her with pool cleaner.
3: Dear Lord in heaven, Dr. Tim Gallagher, I really don't know where to start. I don't know whether to start with what does meth do to a person or what does pool cleaner injected into your body do to a person? Let's just start with meth. Well, meth, Nancy, is the same
7: as speed. So uh, what it does is it gives you an altered sense of time and space. It gets, makes you very confused. And um, it, some people who do meth you know, have been up for days and days without any sleep at all so it will affect you mentally that way Um, it's a highly addictive drug and once you get started it's a very tough road to get off of
3: okay Uh, I really don't I never imagined when I was going through law school that I would put all these words in one sentence but Dr. Tim Gallagher medical examiner state of Florida injected with pool cleaner what is pool cleaner and then what happens when that's injected to your body?
7: Well, there are two types of pool cleaners. There's one that is chlorine-based, and there is one that is uh, based in a chemical called bromide. Um, what that does, it's, it's uh, directly poisonous to all of the tissues. So it'll immediately prevent the lungs from expanding. It'll, it'll stop the heart uh, from beating, And uh, after enough pool cleaner has been injected into you, your kidneys will also shut down. So you have multi-organ failure, and death uh, probably would occur within minutes after getting the fatal dose.
3: Levi Page, where does Home Depot fit into this scenario? So he had actually been spotted. Christopher
5: Prestopino had actually been spotted at Home Depot, and he was paying cash for 60-pound bags of cement a 50-pound bag of lime used to mix cement, boxes of screws, uh, concrete fence blocks, and WD-40 silicone lubricant, and ocean mist air freshener. He was caught on video purchasing these things at Home Depot.
3: Ashley Wilcott, why is it that after a woman goes missing or is murdered, the man suddenly turns into a neat Nick. I'm thinking of, let's just say, uh, Scott Peterson, for example. After his wife goes missing, he feels a compulsion to do the laundry. And it's equal opportunity. After Travis Alexander is stabbed 28 times and shot in the head and left to decompose in his shower, Jody Arias decides to... Changed the sheets on the bed and, whoops, puts her digital camera into the wash where police later find photos of her leg at the crime scene, the murder scene. Why is that the neat nick. Uh, compulsion after a murder, Ashley. Well,
2: fortunately, it's a red flag because the other thing I'll point out about the specific examples of cases, Jodi Arias is a good example. If you will note in the record, excuse me, in the photographs of the crime scene or the photographs of the home, it's only those particular things that they've cleaned so diligently. The rest of the home is kind of in shambles. You know, there's
3: stuff everywhere. They're not neat. They're not organized. They're not clean. So it is a red flag. Take a listen to our Friends at Las Vegas. 8. This is Vanessa Murphy.
8: Esmeralda Gonzalez, the twenty-four-year-old woman, was reported missing on May 31st. On October 8th, Metro Police Detectives say they found her decomposing body in this structure of wood and concrete in a desert area north of Las Vegas. Grand jury transcripts describe her body wrapped in blankets, along with rope and straps. Police say they found jewelry belonging to Gonzalez, including her Rolex, appraised for nearly forty thousand dollars, and a Chanel necklace. The i-team also obtained this photo, which police say is where it all began: the bedroom of 45-year-old Christopher Prestopino at his Southwest Valley home.
3: Stories with Nancy Grace.
8: Grand jury transcripts describe her body wrapped in blankets along with rope and straps. Police say they found jewelry belonging to Gonzalez, including her Rolex, appraised for nearly $40,000, and a Chanel necklace. The I-Team also obtained this photo, which police say is where it all began. The bedroom of 45-year-old Christopher Prestopino at his Southwest Valley home. METRO POLICE SAY GONZALEZ WAS A SEX WORKER AND PRESTOPINO HIRED HER. DETECTIVES SAY HE GAVE HER METH. HE WAS NOT AWARE OF GONZALEZ'S MENTAL HEALTH ISSUES. HE CLAIMED SHE STARTED ACTING BIZARRE AND SPEAKING IN THE QUOTE, DEVIL'S TONGUE, UNQUOTE. HE TIED HER TO A CHAIR. SHE THREATENED TO CALL THE COPS AND PUNCHED HIM. And he strangled her, and then he and co-defendant Cassandra Garrett injected her with pool cleaner before putting her body in this structure with concrete.
3: Whoa, James Shelnut, Metro Major Case, 27-year SWAT officer, now lawyer. How can you not leave clues behind when you are encasing a dead body in cement and a wooden structure and you basically build the whole thing from your purchases at Home Depot, which, you know, a NASA could learn something from Home Depot and Target. Their surveillance video is incredible. So he's really building the case. Now, he's not just building a cement structure. He's building a case against himself with his purchases. But how can you not leave evidence behind? And how does somebody like this guy, Christopher Prestipino, convince someone else, a full-grown woman insane of her right mind, Cassandra Garrett, To help him, you know, uh, love is blind,
4: and and potentially uh, the uh, girlfriend, this uh, this lady thought possibly she had some criminal culpability. uh, Very likely did in this situation. Uh, But you're right, you know, when you go somewhere and you commit a crime, normally the saying is you take something with you and you leave something behind. And in this case, there was a footprint of his spending uh, that was left behind as well as he left behind something very important at the scene of the crime.
3: And that is, I mean, I, I appreciate the pregnant pause, but go ahead. Yeah,
4: what, well, what he left behind was when they dumped her body in the desert, he left behind a set of dollies that went to a rented U-Haul truck that he had rented.
3: Levi Page, you know, I, I hate to say this, but I do ask my husband this all the time. What is wrong with you? He's now learned to just say everything. Okay, because that kind of cuts off the conversation. What can you say to that? I'm like, oh, okay, well. Uh, Levi Page, why didn't you tell me about the dolly he left behind for Pete's sake? I mean, the guy rents a U-Haul. Did he even use his own name and hand in his driver's license?
5: Yes, there were tips that were also given to the Las Vegas police about how he had rented a U-Haul. He had asked someone in New York to come help him clean up the scene. There's calls that he made to people asking for help moving a container. So there is a lot of evidence against him rolling in, including this
3: rented U-Haul.
8: Take a listen to our friends at Vegas 8. The I-Team has also learned a friend of Prestopino's testified before the grand jury. Trisha Ott said he called her to his home in the middle of the night in June and acted paranoid, but she claimed she couldn't hear him well when he described what happened because he was blasting the TV and then music. She described at least two stops behind a business where she said Prestipino disposed of a freezer and then behind the Paris, where she said he tried to get a forklift but did not. She said you're supposed to have clearance to be in that area, but somehow they were able to enter in a U-Haul without clearance. Ott said Prestipino scared her and she left. Gonzalez, who had more than 300,000 Instagram followers, listed herself as a college grad, real estate investor, and model. Okay,
3: also stripper. I've just got to be transparent about this. Wasn't she a stripper at some point, Levi Page?
5: Yes, and she had worked in the adult entertainment industry.
3: I mean, this is a beautiful young woman with 300,000 Instagram followers. She's really gorgeous. And, you know, speaking of her having been a stripper in the past... Ashley Wilcott, you know what? Would anybody on this panel, including you or me or you too, Jackie Howard, would anybody want the worst thing you've ever done on the Nancy Grace Show or on the front page of the New York Post? Because I wouldn't. So, you know, before we all rush to judge her for having been a stripper, you know, I'm not going to be the first one to one to throw a stone at her. I, I mean, no one deserves the ending that this woman got, Ashley
2: Well, that's it. You take the victim as you find them. And what that means is warts and all. It doesn't matter what you think about the type of person they are, what they do for a living. Put all of that aside. It has nothing to do with the fact that no person should ever, ever, ever go through what she went through. No person should be murdered in the way that she was murdered.
3: I mean, Dr. Tim Gallagher, medical examiner, state of Florida, what do you, first of all, she was beaten horribly. Then she was injected with pool cleaner. Dr. Gallagher, what would that do to a person to be injected with pool cleaner? Well,
7: actually very little once you start doing the, the autopsy uh, as far as would it degrade any of the organs inside? No, or hey, hey, the,
3: hey, 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 Dr. Yeah, Gallagher, go you got to get out of your head just a moment. I mean, a live victim, what they would suffer I, I guess it's like being injected with bleach. I mean, what she went through.
7: Oh, it's absolutely painful as well. I mean, it does affect the, does attack the nervous system, and it gives you excruciating pain until, of course, your your lungs stop breathing and your heart stops, but it's an absolute painful and uh, despicable way to go.
3: We also know that, according to reports, she was tied up for a long time, and... I can just um, how how would a medical examiner know that by looking at her body?
7: Well, you can look at the wrist and you could look at the ankles and see the impression that the ligature has made around them. Also, uh, we don't know what she was tied up with, do we? Sometimes uh, a residue is left behind if they use duct tape or um, uh, certain types of, of wire will leave an impression behind. Even if you look around the neck area you'll see the same thing, um, uh, ligature marks around the neck. So those stay with you after you die and can be uh, easily identified during the autopsy process.
3: Take a listen to our friends at News 3 in Vegas. It's Max Darrow as we're learning more about the
10: alleged crime. Back in May, Esmeralda Gonzalez disappeared. Now, several months later, detectives believe they've found the 24-year-old's body and the people responsible for killing her. Metro Police took 45-year-old Christopher Prestopino into custody on October 11th. Police in Wisconsin took 39-year-old Cassandra Bascones under the last name win into custody on the 18th. According to this arrest report, an anonymous tip came in about two months after Gonzalez vanished, stating that Prestipino and a woman named Cassandra had held a woman against her will, killed her by injecting her with pool cleaner, and later dumped her body in the desert. As the investigation unfolded, the detectives interviewed a woman who said Prestipino called her over for help one morning. The report reveals Prestipino told that woman he got an unknown woman high on meth, and after a confrontation, he strangled the girl and thought she was dead, but she woke up. The woman continued to tell detectives Prestopino had a cement mixer and freezer inside of a U-Haul truck and a wooden and concrete structure in his garage. In the report, the woman admits she left with Prestopino in the U-Haul. He got rid of the freezer, and when she asked him about it, he stated if anyone had gotten inside, it would be all bad. Detectives were able to confirm that in June, Prestopino purchased five 60-pound bags of concrete mix, among other supplies, at a Home Depot then on october 8th police located a body who they believe to be gonzalez's in a concrete and wooden structure in a desert area north of las vegas police also took prestapino's girlfriend lisa mort into custody they say for harboring hiding and helping a felony offender
3: stories with Nancy Grace. I don't understand the thinking behind uh, the two women charged. To Levi Page, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, Cassandra Garrett, 39, Lisa Mort, 31. How are they tangled up with this freak, Christopher Prestopino? So Cassandra Garrett
5: actually was his roommate, and Lisa Mort, 31 years old, was his girlfriend. Lisa Mort is accused of aiding him after the fact, helping him hide from authorities. Apparently, once he found out that authorities were on to him, Nancy, he hightailed it to Belize. And then when he returned October 11th, that's when they arrested him. And she is accused of helping him evade law enforcement. And Garrett, uh, Cassandra Garrett, knew what had happened all along. And she was talking to people. She was talking to her friends. Her friends actually called law enforcement and gave a tip, and they said, Cassandra was talking to me. She said that she recognized that young woman that was missing and that she may have died in a sex fetish game gone wrong. But she didn't tell law enforcement that when they first interviewed her. So that's how she got mixed up in this stuff. She was also helping him evade law enforcement. It's just outrageous.
3: I I can't believe two grown women in their right mind would get involved with Christopher Prestopino when they know that he is involved with the brutal torture and murder of this young girl, Esmeralda Gonzalez, age 24. And apparently he leaves a trail a mile wide, including smiling into the camera at Home Depot when he buys bags and bags and bags of cement. Take a listen to our friend at 8 News Now. This is Bianca Holman.
9: 45-year-old Christopher Prestopino was back inside a Las Vegas courtroom Tuesday where a judge set his bail at $500,000. Prestopino, along with two accomplices, is accused of injecting 26-year-old Esmeralda Gonzalez with some sort of poisonous substance, encasing her body in concrete and then dumping her in the desert, where police discovered remains earlier this month. The coroner still has not confirmed the body is Esmeralda. The young model was reported missing from her home in May. She actually lived in a neighborhood near Prestopino. Previously, a judge denied Prestopino bail over concerns that he's a flight risk. You may recall that when police arrested him on October 11th, they took him into custody at the airport after he returned from a trip to Belize. If he is able to post bond, he would have to surrender his passport and he could qualify for house arrest. Surrender his passport and qualify for house arrest? Are you kidding me?
3: I mean, <laughs> he leaves a trail a mile wide that he has murdered this girl. Then he takes off to Belize. But first to Dr. Tim Gallagher, why can't they identify her body I, I don't understand that. Can't they use dental uh, x-rays?
7: Well, more than likely, you know, they're about 99.9% sure that it is her. But without scientifically, without a scientifically based identification, such as dental records or DNA, the medical examiner won't release uh, her identity as um, as 100%.
3: Okay, so they you're telling me they likely know it's her, but they've got to scientifically prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt before they release it okay that makes sense ashley wilcott i don't get it why these women were going along with christopher Prestopino? maybe they were afraid of him what do you think fear is
2: absolutely a motivating factor to go along with someone but we also have to remember predators we talk about this a lot on your show Predators have personality qualities that cause them to groom, that cause them to act in a way that they manipulate. They seek victims often who are um, ha- are not able to necessarily fight back or be strong enough or susceptible to the fear. So they use all of these methods
3: to get people that they can then victimize. Question to you, James Shelnut. 27 years metro major case swat officer now lawyer do you believe the accused christopher Prestipino planned to murder her from the moment she stumbled into his home or do you buy into the sex game gone wrong
4: i think it was a sex game gone wrong um no i I don't there's no indication otherwise
3: okay so you think injecting somebody with pool cleaner as part of a sex game gone wrong
4: no i don't think that that's it i think that initially you know she was probably or possibly over there voluntarily uh but do i think that possibly some drugs clouded judgment uh and created the type of situation that became fatal to her yes possibly not justifying what the guy did. I'd love to be the one to put the pair of handcuffs on him. Uh, but I'm not so sure that this is something that was that was meditated on and planned out before she got there. Well, let
3: me just remind everybody that premeditation can be formed in the blink of an eye from the time it takes you to raise a gun and pull the trigger. Premeditation does not require a long, thought-out plan, such as murdering someone by poisoning over a period of weeks and months. Or some scheme like murder for hire or hitman, premeditation under the law, intent to kill, can be formed almost immediately. So whether you plan it for a week, uh, a month, or a minute doesn't matter under the law. And I really do not see, Ashley Wilcott, how this is a sex game gone wrong. In my mind, that's a way to slur the victim. I don't think you end up shooting somebody up with pool cleaner as part of a sex game. Sorry, Shellnut. I don't know what kind of sex games you're playing, James Shellnut, with your partner slash partners. Uh. But pool cleaner <laughs> injections, I hope, are not one of them. Okay, cut his mic before he no, can and answer. And Nancy, Nancy, what?
4: Nancy, if, I, <laughs> if I can clarify for just oh, a second right, on that. Oh, right, right, right. Clean up either. your mess, Shellnut.
3: Uh, Clean it up.
4: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not indicating that there's not premeditation for the charge of murder. I guess my the point I was trying to make, and, and probably didn't do a good job at it, is that I'm not so sure that when she went there that that was the intent, uh, that, that you know, he invited her over to, to murder her. What are you Tisha? Uh, she did
3: not get sir- invited over. Everyone agrees she couldn't even walk straight. She's schizophrenic. She's bipolar. She stumbles to a home she's seen before, and bam, this happens.
6: Well, you think what, she, he invited her over for a candlelight
3: dinner? Well, you quit saying she'd been over there before? She, she'd been over there before? I'm not talking <laughs> about her state of mind. I'm talking about his state of mind. She stumbles in in lingerie and high heels, and bam, she's injected with pool yeah, cleaner.
4: Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's a great murder case there. There's a murder charge there. That's, a pr- that's the appropriate
9: charge.
3: You know what you remind me of? And I hadn't thought about this in a long time, James Sheldon. As you know, my dad, Mac Walter Malcolm Grace Sr., <laughs> was a freight agent for the railroad. Okay, my mom at the time was a bank teller. She rose up to be a CFO of a company, but at the time she was a bank teller. And they were broke with three children. So what did my dad do? Go into the pig business with my uncle, my mom's brother. So every day when he would get home from work, he could go out and start chasing pigs out in a field. You know, they're really hard to catch. That's what it's like trying to pin you down on an answer. Now, Judge Ashley Wilcott please explain this is not some sex game gone wrong why do men always say it's a sex game gone wrong and they- that's the you know always they always always. He planned this. Injection with pool cleaner is not part of a game gone wrong. I agree. I, You know, I think he planned it. It is
2: premeditated, like you said, the blink of an eye. The worst part of this, it was a crime of opportunity. It was not someone he knew before. We've already established that. She wandered up to the door. She had all these issues. Again, most people would either call an ambulance, call the police, do something to assist her. Rather, he took the opportunity of this victim as he found him at the door to plan and execute a murder.
3: He may have been um, forcing her into some type of, in his mind, a sex game. I I call it rape. But it's my belief, Levi Pace, she threatened to go to police. And that's when he injected her with pool cleaner, Levi.
5: You're absolutely correct, Nancy. And where this sex game talk comes from is from Cassandra Garrett, the roommate. However, the district attorney that's prosecuting this case, Pamela Weckerly said in open court that she does not believe that she had a relationship with Presbytino before she got to his house, that she stumbled onto his property and that he took advantage of that. This sex game stuff is just coming from one of his co defendants
3: Another issue, um, Presbytino's girlfriend, Lisa Moore, and roommate Cassandra Garrett also charged What do you think is going to happen, Ashley, judge and trial lawyer? You think they'll cut a deal and testify at trial because I do? I do
2: too, absolutely, because there's an incentive to do that. There's no reason not to testify against him, especially if it's going to be advantageous and they're going to get a better deal.
3: Well, I would like to see them all go to trial and stew in the same pot together. And the only way the state can do that under the law is to not allow any of their statements in where they incriminate each other why because of the sixth amendment right to confrontation you have a right to cross-examine your witness the witness against you so let's just say you try all three together and Lisa Mort jumps up and uh, Lisa Mort is given a statement where she blames Prestopino well if she doesn't take the stand under the fifth Prestopino cannot cross-examine her So the answer to that is either sever the cases and try them separately and bring in their statements or try them all together at once and leave out their statements. I advise try them each one separately and let the chips fall where they may. Let them all get murder one. They'll have plenty of time to think about this behind bars. Maybe they'll get a chance to clean a pool every once in a while. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace. Crime Story signing off. Goodbye, friend. From BBC Radio
0: 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
9: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've
0: summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.